Meanwhile, on Krakoa, Doug Ramsey and a group of mutants await Sage at her own intervention. All right, everybody. So, okay, I think I hear her coming. So just remember the deal. Oh, we just are going to be very embracing and supportive. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, good. Okay, everybody. It's, what the fuck are you doing here? This is my house. Oh, my God. Is this my birthday? Um, actually, no. Um, just have a seat. This is actually an intervention. And I just want to let you know that we all care about you. Well, yes, intervention Sage. for what? I don't have a fucking problem. For your drinking deal, girl. Now, please sit what? down. What? Asshole. Fucking blue piece of shit. Anyway. Mm. Oh. All right. All right. Please. No drinking during the intervention, Sage. Actually, and Emma, no drinking for you either. What are you doing, Emma? I'm not an alcoholic. I can handle my booze. That's not fair. Hey, cheers, Emma. Is that it? Well, this really didn't go how I thought it was going to go. Okay. Everybody, and welcome to episode 244 Four. of Comic Book Queers CBQ Legacy. For those that don't know our official title, I'm your host, Evil Jeff, and with us today and every time is Brett. Hi. Hi, everybody. Uh, speaking of doing rails, we went off the rails on that little uh We, sh- we sure did. I think it wound up great, though. Yeah, it was fantastic. But you know who's not fantastic? Sage. She's Sage terrible. is not doing well, which we'll talk about. But um, you know, speaking actually, of Sage, yeah, Sage is a is um a spice, a spice an herb, and stuffing, which you have on yes. Thanksgiving. Yeah, how was your Thanksgiving, Brett? Oh, what a segue! Mine was very enjoyable. I spent it with my family on the beaches of New Jersey. And we had a great time. We had a lot of laughs. We watched a lot of TV together. We ate a lot of food. My mother caters Thanksgiving, and I don't like the place that she caters from that much. Uh-huh. It could be so much better, but instead we have a ultimately salty, mushy, restauranty Thanksgiving. Did you not? Did you have a turkey? No, we had pork uh, loin. Pork Stuffed loins. pork loins. Stuffed yeah. pork loins. That's not Thanksgiving. So you didn't no, because have Thanksgiving. Th- this place, this restaurant, their turkey is too expensive. So <laughs> my mom cheaped out and went with pork loin. Stuffed pork loin. Wow. So we had st- bread stuffed with stuffing. We had stuffing. Wait, you had bread stuffed with stuffing? I mean, I'm sorry. We had bread stuffed with meats. Oh, okay. We had meat stuffed with bread stuffing, and then we had stuffing that had meat in it as well. Okay. It's like eating a Taco Bell. Like, same three <laughs> ingredients combined in different ways. How was yours? Mine was very opposite of yours. Like, I wasn't with family. I was with friends. Oh, and then so I gel. didn't uh, order stuff. I cooked everything. I had some friends bring some stuff as well, but, I, I, but then I, I did something bad. What? I just cooked too much stuffing. Okay, why is that bad? Because I have I have only eaten stuffing for every meal and it's oh, still yeah. not even close to being gone and I have gained 4 pounds 
Four pounds? Since Thanksgiving Day, because I am only eating stuffing and it's a problem and I need to stop. And I probably should throw it away, but then I feel it's wasteful. But then I'm just going to eat it and get fat. I don't know what to do. Well, Why did I make so much stuffing? stuffing? Put it down. But then it will just go bad. Should I just throw it out? Throw it away. I can't can have it. And, and new stuffing but will grow. But also, I'm, I'm, I make a really good stuffing. It's really What do you good. put in it? Sage? I do put sage, but I make, I, I dry out all the bread. Uh, so it's super nice. I make a homemade turkey stock from my turkey. Ooh. So it's a homemade turkey stock. And then I fill it with tons and tons of Jimmy Dean's breakfast sausage. Ooh. And like celery and onions and carrots. And it's all, and butter. It's really good. That's a real American stuffing with yeah. the Jimmy Dean in there. I know. You know, know, a little piece of his soul is in every piece of sausage they sell. Ah, uh, that's my favorite food of all time, sausage. <laughs> I know that. Girl. I know. Never met a sausage I didn't like. Mm. Hey. Anyway, my Thanksgiving was good, but I'm becoming a fat fucking cow because of it. Because good. I, it's the because holidays. I'm such a good cook. It's really a curse, you know. Being this look at Rachel Ray. Cook. That's what happened to her. Is she fat now? She, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, look at the barefoot Contessa. She used to be thin. Well, I don't want to be. I want to be. I don't. I, I want to be um, anorexic. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, body positivity. No, but my problem is, is when I gain weight, I snore, and that's unhealthy. So oh, my yeah. doctors are trying to keep me below a certain weight so I don't snore. But then stuff. Your doctors, comes along. your team of doctors. My team. I do have a team of doctors because I'm very. My hungry. God. But um, the were they sad, invited to Thanksgiving? No, they weren't. I would. My physician is hot. so hot, like so hot. He wears. Like impeccable, like Prada suits. You can tell. I don't he, like that. You can tell he works out. Like, I feel like every doctors day. who are who are all about their appearance don't care about other people. No, he's very sweet. No, he's he does he he's very caring and a good doctor as well. Um, he, uh, but he, you can tell he has like an insane ripped body underneath. Mm, but every time that. I go to him, it's for something gross. Like, oh uh, right, I've got hemorrhoids. You know, it's never. Yeah, there's no way yeah. to flirt. Yeah, That's so right. Embarrassing. Um, anyway. I have hemorrhoids. Ooh, he's looking around in your turned inside out butthole. Yeah, look at like, look at my bumpy butthole. Like? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, should we talk about them X-Men on them island, that, that island? Krakoa? Yeah. <laughs> should we talk about the X-Men? Let's do it. Hit the music. Mutants. Okay, bye. I want your kiss. Okay, hi. Hi, we're back. <laughs> we're back. Um, there is a lead up to a big X-Men and Spider-Man event on shelves right now. Evil Jeff. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking about the lead up to Dark Web. Yeah. Which is basically Ben Riley, the clone, and Madeline Pryor, the clone, are like, we hate being clones. And so they're going to attack their OGs, Peter Parker and Jean Grey, respectively, in this forthcoming event. And I do think, though, it does bring up a very a, a, a certain point that they haven't really dealt with is the idea of a soul. Because yeah. the idea of resurrection, they're like, well, you just have the soul. But what happens if there's multiple resurrections? And they're like, well, that's why we're never going to do that. But if you have the cloned version, I guess the cloned version, because then we have Laura and uh, uh, Honey Badger. Doesn't she go by something else now? 
Scout. Scout. I mean, they seem to have separate souls, but there is this idea that it does seem that Madeline Pryor doesn't have like a real soul. They were like saying like you have a fake, like you have like an imposter soul. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I find that interesting. If that's true, then that means Scout has an imposter soul. But they never do bring up in Krakoa the idea of like, well, like uh, this new X-23, does that mean the the reborn X-23? How there's now an old X-23 and a new X-23, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, do, do, do both of them have souls? So I think this is interesting that they're bringing up the idea of who has a soul when you're a clone. This is interesting. Interesting. I think the idea of a soul is bullshit. I mean, I want to bring up some another character when we get to X-Men number 17 okay. later, who may or may not have a soul anymore. Are you saying you, you're bringing up... The idea of a soul is bullshit, like just in general, you think the idea? Or yeah, just, I mean. I mean, in general, of course, yes, it's bullshit. But in here, the fact no, that no, we- No, no, I mean, in the comics, I think the, I don't think the idea of a soul is bullshit in general. I think in comics, it's like, you could really just be a complex algorithm and it's kind of like having a soul. But then we have the thing where there's the soul dagger and how Pixie has a piece of her soul right. taken away. Souls are a big part of Marvel. So what, what, yeah, I'm curious. Soul I, I, Someone needs to, we need Hickman to come back and figure it all out. Define a good. soul. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Amazing Spider-Man 14, it's a bit, it's essentially a Spider-Man book with no Spider-Man. It's got Ben Riley and his woman Janine that they're focusing on and Madeline Pryor. So I guess. So let's just real quick. Ben Riley is a clone of Pete of Peter Parker. Yeah. You know, the whole clone saga from the nineties, like that very controversial Spider-Man mega event. Yes. How did he get the name Ben Ben Riley? How did he get the name Ben Riley? Because Ben is his uncle. Yeah. And I don't know where Riley comes from. Okay. Because that's when then I was like, wait, he's not the clone of of Uncle Ben. No. Okay. He's the clone of Peter Parker. And wasn't the big controversy in this clone saga, God, it's been so long, that they revealed the Peter Parker... The Peter Parker we've been reading for years and years has actually been Ben Riley this whole time. I think that was the thing that people were like, what? Ugh, that sounds awful. Oh, what is yeah. the big thing that Peter Parker did that Mary Jane can't forgive? Because I also went back a, a, a few issues and read the, the Moira McTaggart where he saved yeah, her. Yeah, I'm not what, sure. What is the thing she did? Because I was I like, I don't keep I'm, up with Spider-Man. Well, I mean, apparently it happened at the beginning. I was like, I'm not going to read this whole Great. goddamn series just to find that out. Don't know. All right. Well, if anybody knows, what did he do? Um, did he cheat on her? I guess he, he probably tried to do anal. That's what it always is. Always, always, it's always. always come, it's always about anal. I know. And we all know MJ hates that. Yeah. So Amazing Spider-Man, it's basically just Madeline and Ben scheming after Ben is able to enter Limbo, which has been calling out to him. I really did like when... Ben entered limbo. Madeline was surrounded by demons who were like, you're fake. You're not real. Yeah. You're a fake girl. Yeah. You're stupid. And then as soon as he entered limbo, his demons sort of came alive and they're like, you're fake. You're stupid. You're not a real person. And they were like, oh, wow, we have the same demons. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked uh, Ben's girlfriend. Janine. Got, got powers. And she's kind of like the... um. What was she called? Like Hollow's Eve or something? Hollow's Eve. Yeah. She was teased when we went to New York Comic Con and they were doing that panel about these upcoming events. They really hyped up this new character, Hollow's Eve. Then I think she's going to have a one shot or something or a series or something. Which guy? Is she, she, because she looks like, is it Hobgoblin? It's yeah, like, it looks like Hobgoblin. It's an orange right? goblin character. Yeah. Yeah. 
She's very Halloweeny. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, or we won't. I won't read it. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, this was like the villain's want number. That that basically is what this issue. All was. I know though is the fact that they're already having like a weird rift between Gene and Cyclops with Alex Summers means I really hope Alex Summers shows up with oh, this whole he thing with absolutely Madeline Pryor. Will. And we know he's going to take Madeline Pryor's side. So this is going to be pretty Oh my god, Alex. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. I'm excited for this event. Dark Can Web. Can you imagine I love the name. though, if if your brother is like, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck the clone of your significant other. Right. That's so creepy. Creepy. Be like, Why I'd rather you fuck my have wife you. Instead? Yeah, I'd rather you just fuck the real thing. <laughs> it's less creepy. Well, let's go into that book, X Men number seventeen. Which is less about the Gene Alex Scott stuff. This is more, about, more about Forge. More about Forge, more about Sync. Mm-hmm. And more about Laura, X23, Wolverine, I mean. And about, um, what's his name? Um, Vest. Caliban? Caliban. It's about him, too. He just fucking gets murdered. So, I mean, Forge kind of throws him away. He, well, let's, let's walk through it. Okay. So Forge is in the vault. He gets attacked by Serafina, who was saved way, 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 way back in Hickman's X-Men from Orcus. It was years ago, a year ago, two years ago. Who knows at this point? So she's evolved more and more. She attacks Forge, but she's not exactly evil. Yeah. She remembers being saved by the X-Men. You know, she's yeah. not, she, she, doesn't have the same kind of bloodlust or urge to conquer that her fellow children of the vault do. And she's kind of okay with some of them just kind of being trapped in their weird world. She's like, I'm making. cool with it. Yeah. yeah. She's like, cause I don't want war either. So that was cool. Caliban is the one that actually sweet talks her when forge. He's a bit of a dick. Yeah. Caliban, very kind. So Caliban is able to make the connection with Serafina be like, no, we're cool. But then when Forge kind of passes out, he meets up with Darwin. With Darwin, who has, in order to survive in the vault, first of all, he's been horribly experimented on for, what, hundreds of years in the vault? Yeah. But he was able to escape by becoming Code. And so now Darwin exists as Code in the vault. But this is where I want to get to the idea of a soul. Yeah. Because did you capture? Uh, did you catch the data page at the end when it was talking about Forge's backup and the size of it? Yeah, yeah. What? Do, oh, what is that? I didn't know what that meant. Do you think Darwin that was Darwin? Hitched a ride. Yeah. Oh. So Darwin hitched a ride to Krakoa in Forge. Oh, you're smart. I didn't put two and two together. Oh, like, thank you. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Mean? The reason the reason Forge's download was was so many zeta bytes was because he was carrying another person. With him, and that person is Darwin, who probably does have a big file size. And that means that because his body is gone, he's able to then re-download that into a new body. Probably, yeah. Ooh. So that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Darwin is essentially complex code. I mean, so, you know, does he have a soul? (sighs) That's tricky. Hmm. 
Tricky dicky dicky. Speaking of dicky, wait, is there anything else X-Men 17 we want to talk about? Well, the oh, fact Sink that- Sink and Laura reunited. Well, they, Sink and Laura reunite. And now we have two Lauras. Now we have two Lauras. So what are they going to do about that? Also, whatever happened, wasn't there two prodigies at some point? Wasn't that being hinted at in X Factor? I'm not sure. I and think it I went think, a different way. I, I think then it just ended and they never like finished that. It went yeah, a different way. It was weird. That was weird. Um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see what they're going to, how they're going to deal with that. I did like that Forge kind of felt bad about what he did with Caliban's DNA. He fucking set him on fire and burned him to death. To like burn. Yeah. But it seemed like our Caliban. Well, the one he's the Caliban he's talking to at the bar after maybe that was a newly resurrected Caliban or he was fine the whole time. And the vest was like this extra thing. I think maybe Sinister made the vest or something. It seems like it was made separately out of it. Yeah. But did they have to kill this Caliban? To do that. I don't know. It seems very sus to me. And then it's also just like everybody's acting sus. Xavier, Beast. Well, Beast isn't sus. He's just full out villain now. Full out villain, which we'll talk about. Um, Let's talk about it. Let's talk about X-Force. We thought Beast was bad in Wolverine. Well, it gets worse. He's not only doing crazy things and just out murdering, pre-murdering humans that might hurt Krakoa. He's experimenting and torturing mutants. He's, he has his own private prison that no one on Krakoa knows about, where he's keeping hundreds of mutants prisoner, and he's experimenting on them. I mean, we've gone beyond Dark Beast. Yeah, Dark Beast now point. seems like, you know, Bambi compared to this. Yeah, this is fucked. And But, I mean, now everyone's going to find out because there's a fucking prison break. Yeah. I can't wait Which, for him to be sent to the hole was initiated by Solemn. So there's another reason to love this character Solemn is because I think Solemn is going to be the reason that Beast finally goes down because he creates this prison break, which is going to expose the secret prison. Did Solemn break into it or was he also captured and in the prison? It it felt like he broke into it because he says something about like, he's going to inevitably wind up here. one Right, 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 right. Yeah. But this is fucked. And this is the reason, I mean, like, you know, they say that the number one reason you're either satisfied or dissatisfied at your job is because is whoever your immediate manager is. This is why Sage is drinking because her manager is a fucking dick. Yeah, but also she's not going to anyone to talk about it. Right. And then speaking of that, she literally gets so drunk, she lets like Domino fucking like fucking bleed die. Out. And her mouth is covered in puke. Yeah. When she passes out, girl, yeah. get yourself Messy. together. Messy. Messy. Just do drugs. You're not throwing up. Just do cocaine. Uh, anyway, so Sever Blackmore is the one who tries to pillage this ship with all the Madroxes on it. Yeah. He gets taken down by Maverick, who I knew you were so happy to see. Ugh. But it seemed, but were Maverick and them, they weren't, are they working for Krakoa? Are they working for Beast? I feel like Beast? they are. Or are they just working, working for oh, Beast? Oh, no, I think they're working for Beast. Because he's not part of Krakoa. He's like a mercenary, like uh, yeah, just taking no, the highest bidder. So I think they're just working yeah. straight for Beast under Krakoa's nose. Ugh. 
this sage stuff is heavy though like what beast is forcing her to do and x force to do is horrible and her powers make it horrible like she's just constantly processing this information like she's quantifying this murder and this violence constantly that they're performing it's real bad but as I said, as soon as Sage sobers up, I'm already talking, slurring my words. As soon as Sage sobers up, it's over for Beast. Yo, I mean, I think she's it's gonna over be the, for Beast anyway. Well, no, I mean, but I think, I mean, I think she's going to be the one to take him down in the end. I think that's what I all this so. is leading up to. I hope so. There's a lot of talk of like what Sage is capable of, which is why Xavier enlisted her to be the spy in the Hellfire Club in the first place. Yeah. So that feels a little foreshadowy that she is going to take Beast down. What if it turns out he's just like, you're too drunk. And then she's like, ha ha, I'm not drunk at all. I've never been drunk. These were all ginger oh, ales. It was fake all like along. Like promising young woman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Domino is going to, I mean, Sage is going to promising young woman, Beast. <laughs> well... I think that's it for the that was, X books. That was it for the X Men. I mean, we've got there are more comic books out there, but I'm more interested in talking about TV in this moment in time. Yeah, hit the music. Someone who watch superhero sci-fi stuff with me. Always uh, around November, they a bunch of stuff. Uh, new shows get released on streaming services, which excites me. Um, there's a new show called Wednesday. Wednesday. About Wednesday Adams. And do you know who directs every single episode? No, who? Tim Burton. I did not know that. Yeah. I will tell you this, though. Um, the You know, Netflix has like crazy requirements like you have to use certain cameras you have to shoot certain mm -hmm. angles to like yeah. keep everything under budget so it's not like a full tim burton experience because i think he's just under very tight regimented yeah. restraints however which i'm sure he loves the actress um what's her name again jenna ortega i love jenna her. ortega she is great and basically i remember when sabrina came out it was filling the like the buffy hole that I was like, oh, I missed this. Yeah. Well, now that Sabrina's over, Wednesday is kind of filling that Sabrina hole. It's all. Oh, really? Oh, it's all magic. Like she has magic powers. Oh, She's going to a school with like werewolves and vampires. Oh, because she I didn't gets know expelled. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, Catherine Zeta-Jones plays Morticia. Um, Luis Guzman is. Gomez. Yes, they're they're only in the first episode, but also the principal, oh. the principal is Satan from uh, Sandman, and the, you know Brian of Tart. Oh yeah, Game yeah. Oh I great, love her, Christina Ricci, the original Wednesday. Well, not original, but from the Wednesday from the movies, she is in it, and I'm very oh, she much. Is. I'm very much assuming she is. I'm only about five, four episodes in. I'm just assuming she's going to be a bad guy. I feel like you're not going to throw Christina Ricci into 
this show and then not make her bad. Because right now yeah. she's kind of like a nice person. And I'm like, I don't Because tr- it's like every character, there's like a big monster. Someone's transforming into a monster. And Wednesday's kind of like the Velma trying to like figure out who it is. Oh, I see. And it's just like, is it one of these people? Is it the principal? Is it one of the classmates? Is it this? Is it that? Yeah. Is Pugsley in it? Pugsley's in the first step. Like all the family members are in the They're first, all in the first. Episode, yeah. And then she gets sent away to the boarding school. And I think they come okay. back for different things. But a lot of it is, is that the is that Wednesday has visions, like a prophetic visions. And she's starting to find out that her mom has it. And her and her mom hate each other. Like she hates her mom. Whenever they're just oh, like, I love they're that. like, oh, well, Morticia used to go here. I don't like, I don't like my mom. I've never liked my mom. Fuck my mom. Like they hate each other. So there's oh. like, so it's very, very interesting. I, you'll love it. Joe, I, Joe, I love him calling you my fiance's name. Brett, you'll oh, thank you. love it. You will I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. Yes, it's super fun. It's super fun. Well, I've been too busy watching Titans. Titans. Well, I watched some Titans HBO too. Max. Yeah. I love Titans. This season is kind of a slow build, I feel like, to get there a little bit. A little yeah. bit. It's fun. But it's it's getting there. I in terms do, of the wildness. I will say this. I do hate the trope of well, this person is going to destroy the whole world, but we're good guys. We don't kill. So I guess we're going to let billions of people die because we won't kill this one person. Well, I cut mean, to cut to earlier episodes where all of them have killed people before. Slaughtering people. Yeah. <laughs> That's my I only know. problem is like, I'm like, you're really making a hard case for me. Like, I feel like you should kill Sebastian. Well, Raven kind of feels like he's her brother. Oh, of course. But, so uh, but, 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 but it's connection. just like, well, f- too bad, bitch. Yeah, we're talking about Sebastian Blood, kind of the villain. You know, what I what I don't like is you know this character, Sebastian Blood, is destined to become Brother Blood, but there have been five episodes of him going, no, I don't want to. You know, it's like, you know you're getting there eventually, pal. Like, could we just do this? Yeah. And it looks like we are, because Mother Mayhem eventually takes Sebastian and at the end of this episode, he's surrounded by this blood cult and they're like, brother, blood. And he kind of digs it. He's like, yeah, these are my people. He's like, you like me. You really like me. And Raven's like, no. And he's like, shut up. You don't even have any powers anymore. Yeah. Who gives a shit about you, bitch? <laughs> and Coriander is like, it's my fate to kill Sebastian. I'm like, girl, how many prophecies and I know. fates and destinies yeah. do you have? I mean, I think that's it why was... she's like, I'm not doing it because you said this was my mission before. And I did my mission. Well, she here's went through your, all of her She's prophecies. like, here's your real mission. And she's like, fuck this. I'm not. I fuck at least it. can understand that where she's like, I'm not doing shit. Like, are you kidding me? Like all of the, this is my real prophecy after like the past three that the show has put me through. But her real vision is that she wants to get married to Nightwing and have babies. Yes. Boring. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Okay, so we I thought some of the coolest stuff was Beast Boy Superboy in that Superboy was possessed and dying and Beast Boy came up with a plan to save him and it was to turn into a virus yeah. and enter Superboy and basically cure him from the inside out. Yeah. Very cool. I mean again, I remember Three seasons of Beast Boy unable to turn into anything except a tiger. And now all of a sudden he's like, I'll just turn into a virus. Yeah. Okay, cool. (laughs) 
Also, my other complaint is Superboy. They need to give him another plot besides, no, I can handle it. I can handle yeah. it. Oh, I can't handle it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needs, a, he needs another thing. <laughs> the worst, I would say the worst development with, back to Beast Boy, the worst development with him is that that cutie from Star Labs invented him a suit that he could change. Yeah, you know, that could be the size like of a clunked. virus. That was also weird that the virus, what did he have I the know, suit the on suit when he was in the virus? With the virus. But also, I, re- I liked the days of when Beast Boy woke up naked mm-hmm. after transforming. Don't take that away from us. Or just make it like underwear. Oh. Um, so that was fun and that was cool. But listen, my favorite development happened with Tim Drake. And said cutie from Star Labs. Yeah. Now, they've been having sexual tension the entire time. But, of course, you know what it takes. Finally, Tim Drake saved the day and chopped off a snake that was the head of a snake that was about to eat his future man. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he, Star Lab cutie, I don't, what, I don't even know what his name is. He was wet. Oh, you could see God. like after he saved him, you could he, see was in his like, eyes. he was like, you're going to drop a he load like, on me uh, tonight. Uh, thanks. Yeah, I need to And they kind of do. Yeah. They do because later on the episode, Tim Drake in that moment realizes just what is important to him. And it is the guy from Star Labs. And so he told him as much and they made out. Yum. Go ahead, Titans. I will say that's my one complaint about Wednesday. Zero LGBTQ representation. Oh, Wednesday's such a lesbian. Come on. Zero. Which I'd be like, and it's Tim Burton, so I guess you should be happy that there's some black people in it because that's a first for Tim Burton. True. Did you hear about? And I don't know. Oh, if this I is know true, all about it. That it's people horrible. said that Tim Burton felt that black people didn't fit the aesthetic of the oh, Tim the Burton aesthetic. universe. Yeah. If that is true, then I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't watch Wednesday. Oh, it's so complicated. Anyway, um, Tim Burton, fuck you if that's true. It's true. Ugh. Gross. Well, but now you don't see me watching Wednesday. Oh, shut up! You're gonna watch it. I do love Jenna, Ortega. but there are there That's are, but the it is, but it, but it reason. is. I do like that they really made all that the Adams family is a Latino family. I love that, and uh, and there's plenty of people of color in the, in the in the show. But I did notice after a while, I was like, oh, there's not a single gay person here, not a single one. Let's get some homosexuality. Sounds like Tim Burton going. to me. Yeah, Tim Burton's like gay people don't exist. They don't okay. fit my aesthetic. Oh, I'm sorry. What is girl. this? What is this? I ran. Stop. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't like this ickiness. I need something that'll get me in the holiday spirit. Um, how about maybe a Christmas special? <gasps> a Guardians that of the sounds- Galaxy Christmas oh. special. What a dream. Delightful. I would love if that existed. And it does. Oh, I watched it. I watched it. I thought it was just okay. I loved it. I thought it was cute, but it was also just very, very, um, it felt a little bit too much like made for kids for me a little bit. That was exactly what I wanted. And that's what you wanted. Okay. No, it's super cute, but it was a little too cute. We'll say this. I don't need another Marvel thing. I need a gay holiday special. And that's what we got. We'll say this though. My office world of wonder 
they when they were walking around Hollywood, they were walking in front of it and you couldn't see oh, no it. Way. And they were walking in front of posters and one of the posters is my show, uh, with Trixie and Katya. Oh my god. Of course uh, you can't really see in it the- in the shop because the lights are so bright. Oh, it's wow. like um you can't really see it, but I know it's there. I know that it's Oh there. wow. Yeah. That's so fun. So this special sees Drax and Mantis focus on them, a much welcome focus on Drax and Mantis, trying to lift Peter's spirits this Christmas because they know that Yondu was very anti-Christmas. Yondu's, uh, Sean Gunn told them that. And so they try to do something for Peter that will make him happy. And Mantis comes up with a plan. They're going to kidnap Peter's hero, Kevin Bacon. And they do. I love that and hilarity they, ensues. I love that they thought Kevin Bacon really did all of the things. Like he really saved a town from dance, and and then they found out he was an actor, and they're like, "Ew, you're an actor." I mean, this is I, lo- I loved the like self deprecating joke of like actor. Isn't there one line Nebula's like, "Wow, so maybe not all actors are total pieces of shit." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is the best moment in the special. Um, I love Drax and Mantis's fish out of water humor, especially yeah. how they feed off one another. Yeah. It was super and cute. this was so, it was so that uh, this was, that was the vibe of the show. That's why I liked it so much is I just really love Drax and Mantis. And speaking of Mantis, no, it's super, super cute. We have a big reveal that she's, did, was it revealed before that, that ego no, was her father? No, oh, okay. this is an in canon reveal. Wow. It makes sense. Why, like, why else was she with Ego? Why else was she beholden to him, subservient to him? And that was a very, very touching scene when she finally tells Star-Lord that they're brother and sister. It was very... And that was like, the Christmas her- present he wanted all along. Oh, it was so cute. I, so, like, I just thought it's that schmaltzy Christmas emotion that I'm a sucker for. I loved it. I loved the opening with the old 97s and alien makeup singing that very James Gunn <laughs> Christmas song. Yeah. Hilarious. Groot, Kevin Bacon Groot was looked great. Weird though, right? Groot, just, Groot has been working out. Groot was like so but it also looked like was he was that practical. actually practical in a no, suit? I looked it up. That was not practical. It was still CGI. <laughs> But it looked practical, didn't it? Yeah, but is that good or bad? I don't know. I I thought it was good. Like, because again, the vibe of like, I keep thinking of the Star Wars holiday special. Like, that's the vibe yes. I wanted. But the I cheesy, like, that's what I wanted. the Star Wars holiday special. No, it's garbage. But at least this had a like cohesive story. Yeah, this yeah, had a great yeah, emotional yeah. narrative. Yeah, and it was short. But I still love that it had that cheese. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, it was the first time we heard Cosmo, voiced by Maria Bakalova. Mm-hmm. Although Cosmo was in the first Guardians, Cosmo did not have a voice. And now she does. So love that. And favorite moment? Rocket Raccoon getting the present he's wanted since Infinity War. Oh, Bucky's arm. <laughs> yeah. yeah that was I so loved random. that. <laughs> it's so good. What a good payoff. Uh, that was cute. Yeah, I mean, it's just it was exactly what we wanted, exactly the characters to bring it. Written and directed by James Gunn. Always love that. Is this I like he has it. one more Guardians coming, right? Yeah, it's coming next year, and then that's the end of him in the Marvel universe. Yeah, 
Because it was yeah, just this, DC mean, after that. In this holiday special, Rocket said, well, maybe that means we have to do another special. And I was like, but, 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 can he? He can. He can do whatever he wants at this point. I also love that when they were looking at the map of Star's homes, I didn't see who else was on that map, but John Cena, his house was on that oh, map. Oh, perfect. James, James Gunn favorite, John Cena. Love it. Love, love. I love it. I'm going to watch it like four more times. It really got me in the holiday special. I am a big, big fan of It really of got you into specials. the holiday special. It really got me into the holiday spirit. <laughs> It got me into the idea of a holiday special, which none has ever done before. Not even Rudolph. No, I love the Jim Henson one with the beavers. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yes, that's amazing. Amazing. It's a oh, please. I'll have to watch that. There's tonight. also a great blooper reel of it. Of them like I've seen that. Of them like dropping things, of like the puppets yes, falling I've over and that. stuff. It's so fucking funny. So funny. Um, I want to talk about, this is also, also in addition to the holidays coming and all these like fun things coming out. This is also Oscar bait right now. And I've seen some other movies. And I want oh. to talk about them real quick. Oh, like what? I saw a movie called Tar with Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Who's supposed to be, it's kind of between her and Michelle Yao for Best Actress. And what do you think? I'm going to tell you hands down, without a question, I'm sorry, but Michelle Yao. <laughs> Absolutely. Kate Planchette, she's playing a narcissistic lesbian. I'm like, you could do that in your sleep, honey. I'm sorry. Uh, you <laughs> I'm could sorry. you could do that in you can do that in Carol. Hello. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying like this? she's already Carol won becomes two, a conductor. She's already won two Oscars. And I felt her, her, what she did in Blue Jasmine and Carol was all better than this. Michelle Yao is an epic turn. No one deserves it more than her. I saw another movie. She played 20 versions of herself. Exactly. Exactly. If she doesn't win, it's I'm joining Al-Qaeda. I can't. I can't. Another uh, person going up for Best Actress, I saw last night, I saw Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans. Oh, The Fablemans. Michelle Williams, always. Michelle Williams. Always, always. There is one scene where you're like, fuck, you're really good. I honestly feel she is better than Kate Blanchett in Tar. Uh, however, no, Michelle Yao. <laughs> Give it to fucking Michelle Yao. I'm Give sorry. Give it to that whole cast. <laughs> Um, but Fablemans. Give it to the, give it to the, what are the, the Kevins? What is their name? Yes, the Kevins. The directors? Yeah. It's not the Kevins. Is it? Yeah, because one's, yeah. The Daniels. The, the Daniels, Daniels, the Kevins. I like the Kevins better. Um, But uh, the Fablemans, great movie. Steven Spielberg. Oh, I want to see it. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's that kind of feel good holiday. But also, stuff Steven Spielberg, it's two and a half hours. It felt like it was. It felt like it was way shorter than that because he's so good with pacing. You're never bored. I hear Steven Spielberg knows how to make a movie. Yes, that's the thing. I used to be dogged Steven Spielberg like, what? No, I like no, real movies. But then you're no. like, oh, actually, he's like, no one can fucking tell a story like him. Like, he's just a genius. Um, that's why I also love West Side Story last year by Steven Spielberg is phenomenal. Yeah, great. Also, the last one that I saw um, on Friday, I always see a movie the day after Thanksgiving. I saw Glass Onion, which will come out on oh, Netflix you did? next week. <gasps> I'm freaking out. Don't say anything about it. 
I'm just going to tell you this today because there's uh, is it good? I'll say two things about it. The people are wondering: is it as good two or ba- it is just as good as the first one? It Yay. is just as good as the first one. And I will say the next part is um, um, Janelle Monet. Her best performance in anything I've seen her so far. She's talented as fuck. She's great in it. And it also makes me, I used to hate Kate Hudson. She's hilarious in this movie. You like her in this? Kate Hudson turns it out in this movie. Every, actually every actor turns her out. Catherine Hahn is in it. Well. Turns it out. It's great cast. It's great movie. It's great. And you I'm know, telling you friend, now with, with bodies, 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 I still haven't seen the menu yet. The menu. Uh, I was glass so onion. hoping you were going to say you saw the menu. I haven't oh seen God. it yet, but there's all, but people are really digging murder mysteries right now. And as a lover of I love Clue, it. I love it. Do you know, um, fun fact, Jessica Hemwick, I think is her name. She's the, I think she plays like an assistant. Yeah. Like she's the only yeah. actress that's she like the lead. She was in, um, Luke Cage. She was um, Colleen Wing. Right. You know, Misty Knight's partner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a very strong emotional connection to her because I thought she was excellent as Colleen Wing. Let me tell you something. Those two women on those Netflix shows that played Misty and Colleen, they were underrated. They were fantastic. And they should be carried into the MCU as well. What's her name? Simone, what's her face, who played Misty? She was so good. Simone Messick. You heard it here first. Let's bring them back. Bring them back. Give them a show. Bring back my girls. Bring back my girls. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, there's some fun movies being made. Not according to Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino has recently oh. said that we are in the worst um, era of movies since the 1980s. No good movies are being made. So the only movie that he liked recently was West Side Story by Steven Spielberg. Ass kisser. And he also said that um, no, uh, that uh, people in Marvel movies are not really actors. Fine, I don't care. I feel like at that point you're just saying stuff to get attention. Like, calm down, I don't Brenda. care. Calm down. You know, um, take more pictures of feet, for Christ's sakes. You know what? I saw a tweet that just I think is the funniest thing ever. Quentin Tarantino is exactly the right name for that weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, so there's lots of movies coming out, lots of TV coming out, lots of fun things to watch and see. Um, and... Uh, Christmas is coming soon. Oh, I'm so excited for the holiday season. Our 250th episode is coming soon. Oh. Our end of the year review will be coming soon. Oh, I can't wait. There's so many things that we get to talk about coming soon. Stay tuned, everybody. We are in our favorite time of year. We are self-actualized. We are fully formed. We're leaning in. Do you get it? It's Christmas. It's the holidays. It's Hanukkah. It's Kwanzaa. Tet. All of it. And um, just to let you know, if you do get into the Christmas spirit, well, I hate to break it to you, but that makes you queer. queer. 
Queers make baby Jesus cry. Mm. Wah. Bye. 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 Bye.